Welcome to The Well, a podcast all about living wisely and faithfully as a follower of Christ. The goal? To give you guidance, food for thought, and to encourage you as you engage the people and situations that you encounter daily. Now, here's your host, Sean Barkley. Hi, greetings and welcome to The Well. My name is Sean and I am so glad that you're a part of this podcast today as we spend today only about 10 minutes talking about how to live wisely and faithfully in this wonderful world of God's that is also incredibly broken and fallen. Normally, I'll host a Bible study and we'll talk about applying God's Word to our lives and to the situations that we find ourselves in. Today's going to be a little different. As I mentioned, first of all, it's not going to be nearly as long. Don't everybody cheer at once. But I just am feeling led to talk about what's happening in our culture uh, with the divisions and the protests and the rioting and the sadness, and the hurt, and the anger. And I know that millions of Americans are weighing in, and everybody who's got a computer can weigh in, because that computer is like a megaphone that everyone has. But I'm feeling led to at least share some of my thoughts and opinions, and also insights that I believe God is uh, giving me as I've spent some time with Him praying about all of this. And my thoughts will be in three kind of buckets, three different categories. The first category that I want to share with you, the first thought, has to do with the fact that we are a divided nation, because we keep hearing how divided we are. And we are, but we have been. Let me remind you that in the presidential election of 1992, the winner won by a razor-thin margin. And almost every presidential election since then has been by a razor-thin margin. We have been divided politically for a very long time. If you ask 100 Americans... If they're going to vote Republican or Democrat, 50 will say I'm voting Democrat, 50 will say I'm voting Republican, even for dog catcher. We have a two-party system. I'm glad for it, actually, because it allows us to associate with others who have that same worldview and work for that worldview through a political party. That's the beauty of America. And so we are divided politically, but we have been for a long time. Now, you might be thinking, well, we're really divided culturally, and we are. And I think also we've been divided culturally for a very long time. What we see now is our divisions are magnified and accented by social media. Get on Twitter anonymously. Look no one eye to eye and say anything you want. Be as inflammatory as you can possibly be. And other social media platforms allow for that very same thing. And so these platforms have given voice to millions of Americans who did not have voice before. And so, yeah, it seems like we are very, very divided, more so than other, any other time culturally. But I would challenge that, that part of our division is just the fact that you hear about it a lot more. What I'm thinking about are the things that we are united on during all this. Consider the three big things that are going on right now. I think we're all united as Americans. 99.9% of Americans... See the video of George Floyd being murdered by that police officer, and our stomachs are turned. We are angry. We are disappointed. We are sad. We are grief-stricken. We are turned off. You think of any negative emotion you can, and that's how we feel. I don't know of anyone who would look at that and say that was a good and just thing. Americans, as a country, are completely united on what happened that day. We look at the protests that are going on, and I believe 99.9% of Americans 
think those are a good thing. I mean, I don't know of anyone who says those protests should not be permitted. I mean, almost all of us say, yeah, protest, that's part of our DNA. Think about the Boston Tea Party. Protests give us an opportunity to express our opinion, to have our voice heard, to rally with others who share the same opinion and worldview, and also to move policymakers in the direction that we are protesting toward or against the things we are protesting against. Protests are good. The third thing we're seeing is the rioting and the looting. I don't know of anybody who thinks those are good. I mean, 99.9% .9 of all Americans would say, that is awful. The destruction of property? Someone has spent their entire life building a business and someone just comes in and ransacks the place and steals from them? Someone has spent years and years decorating a space, making it beautiful, and somebody comes in and just destroys that space. Nobody thinks that's a good thing. 99.9% .9 of us all agree. We look at the people who are doing the looting and we think, and the rioting, and we think, you know, they seem awfully organized. And they seem really, really good at it. And really, really experienced. And it makes us wonder. And we don't like that. And so the first bucket of thought that I want to share with you is, I'm trying to look for ways to agree with people. And I'm seeing those three things as opportunities for us to agree and to express my outrage or my support, whichever is appropriate in those areas. The second thing I'm thinking about, the second insight I want to kind of talk with you about, has to do with what God is doing in my own heart. You see, I think God uses events like this to reveal something within each of us if we reflect on it. If you think about the Ten Commandments, the Ten Commandments are like a mirror. They, first of all, they reflect the perfection and holiness and purity of God. They also, as we look at them and see that reflection, show us our own sin and show us our own weakness and flaws and our utter need for God. Think of those Ten Commandments. Each one is like a mirror. When I look at what's happening in our culture, that too is like a mirror. What is that stirring in me? What is that making me think? What is that making me feel? What is that revealing about who I am? Is there any bitterness or hostility or prejudice or animosity that I harbor deep within my heart that I need to confess and repent and turn from? Boy, these, these events can be very revealing. And so I'm wondering if maybe you could do the same thing. And just as you look at them and see what's happening, start to ask yourself, what is this mirror reflecting? And what is hidden deep within me? What is that sin in my life that I need to really take to God and be honest with God about and ask God to redeem and to repair? So that's bucket number two. I don't know why I'm being so precise with my buckets, but I'm being precise and that's just what it is. All right, let me give you the third thought that I have. If you've watched CrestviewChurch.com worship in the past couple weeks or watched it out on Facebook or wherever the case might be, you probably heard me say that I'm reflecting on Paul's letter to the Romans chapter 12, where Paul writes, hate what is evil and cling to what is good. And of course, he's challenging us to identify things that are evil around us and to turn from them. To hate something is just to, to totally turn away from that and to abhor it. And what are the things around us that are good that he's saying cling to these things? 
And then Paul goes on and says, and here's, here's kind of how you do that. You see those things that are evil. You don't try to overcome them by doing evil. You don't stack evil on top of evil. You don't fight evil with evil. No, he says overcome evil with good. In other words, you overwhelm the evil with that which is good. I'm looking at a beautiful lawn right now outside the church window where I'm seated. And we're not spending our time pulling weeds. We are spending our time growing good grass in that space. And eventually what's happening is the good grass is overwhelming the weeds. And, and that's what I think God wants us to do as we look at dealing with the ills of our society and the issues that we're facing. We're not going to stack evil on top of evil. We're not going to fight evil by doing evil. No, we're going to look for ways to do that which is good and that which is right and that which is faithful. As an individual, I'm just looking around at my life and the people around me and, and wondering, how can I, in my own small way, in my own tiny little corner where I live, be that person who is sowing that good seed? I'm looking for opportunities to gather with other believers, in my case as a Christian, who are doing good, who are spending their time and their resources sowing those good seeds in a larger way. You know, our church that I serve, we're, we're looking at ways to serve underserved communities. We're looking at ways to do good in communities that have largely minority populations. What can I do that is going to be sowing the seeds of goodness? Because it's awfully tempting, and I think you'll agree, to just kind of fight this evil we see with evil and to return the anger with anger and the hostility with hostility and the destruction with destruction. But I think since the beginning in that first century, the Christians have been taught, okay, you are going to do things differently. And you're going to trust me, God says to us, that I am sovereign, I am in control, my kingdom will come. If you partner with me in doing good, that good will ultimately defeat what is evil. And so there you are, friends. Ten minutes, not even ten, well, a little over ten minutes of food for thought. Again, those three buckets. Think about the things that we are united on or in, not what's dividing us. Think about what God is revealing to us about ourselves as we look at these images. Think of them as a mirror. And finally, look for ways to cling to what is good and to not try to overcome evil with evil, but overcome evil with good. I'm not a person who's going to go charge the steps of the White House or charge the steps of the Capitol building, but I believe, and I believe that in some cases that's necessary, and I, and I believe that sometimes that's going to move policy and change systems that are not just, but what I'm feeling called to do in my own small corner of this world where I live is to just do good and trust God. It's a tough time indeed, and I appreciate you giving me 10 minutes. Look forward to next week, and who knows, maybe the sun will be a little brighter. But until then, you take good care. Bye for now.